0: Hello, and welcome back to my fanfic readings. Um, We're going to be continuing with Chapter 3 of The Devil Within. Remember, it is available on Archive of Our Own if you are interested in reading along. But, have a seat, grab a snack, chill out, and most importantly, enjoy! The Devil Within, Chapter 3, The Last Christmas. You walked home with the fox right beside you. It was so cute, like a little pet. Could you even keep a fox as a pet? Well, as long as it didn't bite anyone, it should be fine. We're almost home, Mr. Fox. The fox nuggled at your wet pants. It warmed your heart at least a little. At least you wouldn't be alone. The fox began to shriek at your door, its red fur on end. What's wrong, Mr. Fox? Mr. Fox. Say, getting on one knee to try calm down, you read your head this thick, warm fur, its spine relaxed, but continued to growl at your door. I wish I could understand what you want. Uh, but maybe I guess you're trying to warn me about something, or maybe you're just nervous. I promise it's a really nice home if you're worried. Thoughts ran on your head about how to handle this. You did miss your bed, but the fox didn't seem to trust it. Then a thought came to your head. Maybe if you saw what was inside, he wouldn't be so worried. You picked up the fox, carrying him in your arms around the house to see through the kitchen window. You made your way around, peeking through the window, hoping the house wasn't left too much of a mess. Looking in the window, you showed him your kitchen. It was not too many dishes in the sink, and the counter stuffed with small jars of growing herbs. When movement caught your eye. You pressed your face into the glass as Mr. Fox growled. The shape of a man appeared in your hallway. What the fuck is that? You whispered, moving around trying to get a better view. Your mouth dropped as Marcus came back into view. Slowly, your lips pursed into a frown. Why is he in my house? You breathed through your nose as a fury bubbled in your blood, the cold leaving for the heat of rage. The fox's spine curled again. You marched into the front door, slamming it open. Get the fuck out of my house, Marcus. You yelled, get out! Marcus dropped his phone on the floor, his face in shock. Get out! Get out! His eyes were wide as saucers, his thick hair falling in waves around his ears, several littering his chin. He looked different, less put together than he normally was. He picked up the phone. Wait. He said, holding his hands up in a surrendering pose. No? What the fuck do you think you're doing in my house? You say, walking towards him. The fox was in front of you, growling.
1: Look. I just came here to get my stuff. I was knocking on the door and I figured you'd be at work.
0: Wait, he's trying to sneak into my house? How long has this been going up? What, what the fuck is he trying to find? You know what, I don't give a fuck. You can't be here when I'm not here. In fact, you can't be here at all. You said that getting onto his face. Don't you have a baby on the way to prepare for it? His phrase scrunched Baby You flipped him off. Why don't you hop the fuck up out of here? He grabbed your hand, pulling him towards you. The fox heatedly bit on his ankle. Marcus backed away and pushed you back. You stumbled but held onto the wall. You steady yourself, blood boiling as you moved towards him and kicked him in the stomach. The fox turned to your side.
1: Oh, yeah, you fucking bitter bitch.
0: He screams, holding onto his stomach. Ha, you marked. You think I'm a bitter bitch? Nah, she can have your broken, lazy ass. I don't need you for shit. Now go fuck up someone else's day.
1: Listen, I came here for my shit. I don't give a fuck about you. I'm not worried about you. Clearly, you were out all night probably sleeping around like a slut.
0: I can be all slut all day, I don't have a man, unlike you I don't hold myself around. You took off your moist boots and threw them at his head but he dodged them both. Maybe I should go out and finally get some good dick instead of that weak shit I got from you.
1: You don't mean that.
0: His tone changed into one of her but you gave him an annoyed questioning look and response.
1: Baby please.
0: His voice changed into one of sadness, tears building up in his eyes.
1: You just moved past us. Look, I'll even give you some time.
0: You shook your head. No, Marcus. I'm moving on and you should too. Tears streamed down his tan cheeks, big brown eyes begging for your mercy.
1: Please, let me have one last Christmas. Come to my mom's. Say goodbye to everyone at least.
0: His shoulders slumped.
1: Christmas is tomorrow. My family, they will love you. My nephews and nieces, you're family to them. We bought them gifts together.
0: Guilt twisted in your stomach, but Mr. Fox jumped and pressed his nose against your hand. A tender touch reminds you to stay firm. It was last nice thing that you both did together, finding gifts for them. Take your gifts and leave. I don't need to say goodbye. It would only hurt them more because I'll tell them why I won't be there anymore. You walk towards the kitchen. Are you ready to step up to that? His eyes lowered. Yeah, I thought not, you continued. See, the problem with you, Marcus, is that you want everything without being willing to sacrifice anything. You want a wife and a mistress. You want to help paying child support you're a child making me look like a fool while you throw a fit about having to pay more money on the electric bill. Not even four weeks ago, you wanted this house decorated for Christmas. But who had to go out and buy everything and decorate everything after, after work? Not you. It was me.
1: I didn't know you were so tired of me.
0: I checked the drawers, not bothering to look at him. Look, Marcus, this space me realize that i wasn't happy and i'm better off without you grabbing the trash bag letting the fox loose here take your family's christmas presents but your present is mine i'm keeping it you don't deserve it also give me a key you're not welcome here anymore he placed the key in your hand and took the trash bag he muttered him as he checked underneath the christmas tree the fox sitting on the recliner as you removed your jacket and went socks and place them in the hamper exhaustion grew heavier getting a pair of sweatpants and a fresh t-shirt and putting them on quickly the flower fell from your chest and you grabbed it before it touched the floor where should i even put this you ask yourself and you remember the perfect little white vase on the mantel above the fireplace that would be perfect texted your boss that you weren't able to make it and Sonata confirmed that it was okay and wished you a happy holiday. You turned walking to the living room as he picks the last of his gifts. Alright, it's time for you to go, you say placing the beautiful flower on top of the vase as you walk Marcus out the door.
1: I thought you were better than this.
0: He said looking over his shoulder, well I thought you might make a decent husband. You know, you could keep your dick to yourself, but I guess we we're both wrong. Don't forget to divorce your is like boy to your mom's house. Just sign it real quick for me, darling. I mean, get so I'm not looking out. Slamming the door on his back, you watch from the window as he walked to the corner of the street and got in his car. You watched him drive away. Sitting on the couch, the fox in your lap, your body finally relaxes and dozes off once more. I'd like to thank you guys um, <laughs> this was a bit fun i've been using kind of new techniques and i hope that you guys appreciate it if not if it's too weird like i'll stop but i think this is a little bit fun to do so uh thank you guys for joining me and i'll see you for part four bye